But I read just to see their perspective. Right. Uh, here's a here's a thought. I might be wrong. Oh, help me, Jesus. I know that grieves your spirit about as much as it does mine. Amen. Hmm. You ever thought about that? You might be wrong yeah, about some Right. Yeah. I'm a pre-tribulational rapture man. Yeah. I believe I can prove that to you in the Bible. Yes, yeah, sir. I believe I can take several passages yeah, and sir. prove to you a pre-tribulation. Oh, yeah. What yes. I mean by that is that we're going to be raptured out right. before the tribulation. Exactly yes, uh, right. This, this mid-trib view got real strong yep. again. And so I thought, well, I'm going to read what they have to say about it. And I read their books that they said about the pre-wrath rapture. We're going through the first part of the tribulation, but not the wrath part. And I read everything they said about it. And I'm going to tell you what it done for me. It strengthened yes. right. It strengthened Amen. my resolve. Amen. Their arguments hold no water. Amen. Amen. I ain't, I'm not worried about how they feel or what they think. Amen. I'm worried yes. about what this book says. Hey. I, I run across a book in the life of Paul. And this is what the book said. It was a thrift store. And the book said, The Spiritual Development of St. Paul the Apostle. Yeah. And when I saw the book, I thought this has got to be a Catholic book. Yeah. I about threw it on the ground and stomped on it. Yeah. Amen. And then I, got to, I said, How dare, how dare this author George Matheson, uh, how dare he suggest that that our apostle, right. my hero, right. and our apostle had to develop and had to grow in the grace and knowledge yeah. of the Lord Jesus. Tell it. Guess what, honey? Tell it. Paul had to grow in grace and knowledge yep. of the Lord yep. Jesus. Yep. Amen. I'm gonna blow your mind right here. Did you know Jesus had to grow? Yeah. Yes, Help right. somebody. Right. Don't make me go to the Gospels and prove that to you. So that's the angle at, at which I approach this character study, the life of Abraham. Yeah. If all you read about him is the New Testament narrative, you wouldn't know there was a problem. Yes. You wouldn't know that there were issues. Right. You wouldn't know that this man who has great faith spoken of in the Bible also had great fear. Amen. You would know that this man who was the friend of God yeah. also had horrible failures yes. in his life. And so be patient with me as we look at this particular character. And by the way, you don't need an evangelist show up from Alabama and preach on how how things turn out when you do everything right. Am I yes. right about that? Yes. That's a waste yes. of your time and it's a waste of my time. Yes. I want to preach on some of these issues. Amen. Oh, help me, Jesus. Yeah. I tell you what's on my heart is I want to show you, I want to show you this man who is the friend of God. Right. Who is the father of the faith. Right. Uh, who is, uh, they named the Old Testament heaven after him, Abraham's bosom. He got started slow. Right. And he had some issues early on. Yes. Might make you feel better. I don't know if you watch golf or not. I, I don't hate life, so I don't really watch it. Yeah. But if it's on and I'm looking around, I don't like to see them hit it 345 yards down the middle of the fairway, Brother Dax. I don't, that don't do nothing for me. Now, I'll be honest with you, I can't do that. If I could, I'd be on the tour. Amen. I can't do that. But I tell you what I do like to see. I like to see them shank it 
out into the cabbage. I like that. Mm. Uh -huh. Because yeah. <laughs> at that particular moment, I golfed just like a pro. Hey, yeah. Amen. Hey, so I didn't come tonight to show you all the things that Abraham got right. I wanted to show you some of the things where Abraham got it wrong. Yes. Is that all right? Yes. Don't get mad at me about it. Now, I gave you a preference. Right. Uh, a pref preface about what I'm about to talk to you about. There are some issues here. Abraham was the most tested man in the Bible. Yes. He was tested. He was tested by God. Tested by God yes. more than any other character in the Bible that I've found. And here's here's the deal. He passed those tests. Right. With flying colors. I'm gonna look at my watch just so as you know that I know what time it is. Yep. Amen. Are y'all ready? Well, no. Let's read our text together. I gave you extra time to find Genesis. <laughs> Genesis chapter number 12. And let's look at verse number one. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. Mm -hmm. And I will bless them that bless thee. And curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Right. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. Would you bow with me tonight in a word of prayer? Pray Lord. for me and pray with me. Uh, Help Our Lord. Father, thank you for the word of Speak God. Us, Lord, Lord I pray you would guide my thoughts and guard my lips. I pray, Lord, Lord God, you help guard us, the Lord. preacher. I pray, Lord, you would help us and walk us through the pages of your Bible. Our hearts, I pray you would bypass the yes, feeble preacher. I pray you would say something yes. to your people Speak from your us, word. Lord. I Speak pray, Lord, people, that you would do an eternal work in the heart of somebody tonight. Oh, God, do it. I pray you would get glory out of yes, it. Lord. I pray you would get glory you, out of the preaching you. time. In Jesus' name, amen. amen and amen. Look at our text verse one more time. That'll be chapter 12 and verse number 4. At the bottom of verse number 4, it says, And Abram was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. Now, I don't know if you've studied this, this place, Haran. Haran is halfway between Ur of the Chaldees, right. which is where God found him. Right. He was in Ur of the Chaldees. Right. I don't know if you studied the Chaldeans or not, but they're the same group that made out three bands yep. and stole Job's camels. Right. It was a bad place, and they were bad people. They worshipped the moon. They didn't worship God. They were idolaters, and that's where Abraham was when God found him. He was in a bad place. He was with bad people and probably participating in the same bad things that bad people do in bad places. Right. But God came to where he was. Amen. This is not a salvation sermon. 
But I'll tell you this. Abraham got saved before we met him. He got saved sometime before chapter 12. If it opens up, God's just speaking to him. God's calling him. God found him where he was. And the Bible said that Abraham believed God and it was counted righteousness. Right. Here was a saved man. But after getting saved, it took him a while to get serious with God. Right. It took him a while. I don't know how long it was until he left out of Ur of the Chaldees. But the Bible said that he came to this place called Herod. I about done a backflip last night when the preacher got up and exhorted us and literally said this word that we don't have time for half-hearted Christianity. Yes. You know what I would have preached on last night? I was going to preach on Herod. Herod is halfway between Ur of the Chaldees and Canaan's fair land. Did you hear what I said tonight? Abraham went halfway and then he got held up. There's no time for halfway half-hearted. Yes. Do things halfway. Do it halfway. Come on. Halfway the will of God. Halfway telling truths. Halfway following God. Halfway doing church. Halfway. Hey, somebody help me. We've got time for half-hearted Christianity. Amen. He went to this place called Heron. And, and dwelt there and stayed there. And I don't know how long he stayed there, but he stayed there long enough to pick up some bad habits yeah. that haunted him his entire sojourn with God. About that. God tested him in these areas because of the issues that he developed when he went halfway well. and got held up. Well, I wish I had time. We'd go back into chapter 11, verses 27 through 30, 32, and I could show you some of the holdups, uh, some of the reasons why people get held up halfway, some of the adverse situations, some of the circumstances that, uh, that oftentimes holds people up. We ain't got time for none of that. Yep. You can go back and study for yourself. I will tell you this, that there are some things that will happen in the life of a child of God yep. that is designed yep. to prevent them from getting in on what God has in mind for them. Help me somebody. Amen. Getting started for the Lord is like running through a briar patch. If you ever stop at any point, you probably won't ever get started again. But you just got to keep on going, honey. Going. And don't just go Press halfway. On. You on. remember Reuben, Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh. They wanted to get out. They wanted a little bit of the will of God on the outside edge. Right. I don't know how you feel about it, but I want everything God's got in mind for Amen. me. I want to be smack dab in the middle of the place that God's got in mind for me. And Abraham went halfway yeah. and got held up. Right. Oh my. I want you to look at some of these issues. Because of Abraham's issues, God had to test Abraham. Well, he was tested in the area of his faith. And here's why. Look at chapter 12 and verse number 1. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, This is God showing up. This is how Stephen said it in Acts chapter number 7. 
The God of glory right. appeared unto our father Abraham. Yeah. And this is what he said. Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house right. unto a land that I will show thee. Right. You know what God's will is for Abraham? It's for him to leave Ur of the right. right. to say goodbye to those people around him yep. and to go to a place. And that place, we know that place to be Canaan's fair land. Right. Now the songwriter portrays Canaan as a picture of heaven. That's not necessarily the truth. Right. If it were heaven, there would be no battles and there would be no giants and there'd be no valleys and there'd be no trouble. You find out when you get in God's will. In fact, I'm not preaching tomorrow night on some things he found when he finally got in God's will. Amen. Oh, honey, it might surprise you. Yeah. It did me right here in chapter number 12. He was out of God's will. He got in God's will, got right back out of God's will, and then got back in God's will again. Yeah. Somebody say amen. Yeah. Honey, this thing's a life of ups and downs. Tell it, preacher. The life of faith is a life of ups and downs. It's a life of failure yes. and success. It's a life of yes. ups and downs. He's hot one minute and he's cold the next minute. Right. Tell me somebody. Right. That's exactly how it is with you and I. Amen. Walking with God. Oh, my. Oh, yes. Look at verse number one. Unto a land that I will show thee. Can I give that to you in the ACP, the Alabama Cotton Patch translation? God came to Abraham and said, I want you to sell your house. Yeah. I want you to quit your job. Yeah. I want you to say goodbye to everything familiar, and I want you to go somewhere. Yep. Abraham said, well, where are we going? He said, I'll tell you when we get there. Yep. Help me somebody. Yep. Unto a land that I will show thee. And that's all the light he was given. All God said to Abraham was, I want you to leave where you are. You can't get the blessings of God if you're in the wrong place. The sevenfold blessings of God in verses 2 and 3 are contingent upon Abraham being in the place right. that God told him to get. Right. If you're not in the right place, you can forget about the blessings of God. You can forget about it, honey. If you're not going to be in the Bring right place, you can forget about God blessing yes. you. You can forget about it. It was a conditional promise. Amen. That if you give that place, I will bless you. Right. Oh my. Yes, sir. This is all the details he was given by God upon that initial appearance unto a land that I will show thee. He had very few details. Yes. He didn't know who God was. All he knew was that he wasn't the moon god yeah. that his daddy was worshiping. Yeah. Help me somebody. Yeah. All he knew that there was more to this thing than what he had been told by that heathen crowd, by that no bacon eating camel stealing bunch down the earth. There's more to this thing. And God says, I want you to leave out of here and I'll show you where you are when you get there. Right. Amen. Look at chapter 12 in verse 7. Abraham is being tested in the area of 
his faith. Yeah. I know he's known for his faith. I know that he believed that Beelzebub. Get this. Look, it's done broke the box over there. I'm going to make that later, so don't press. You keep that for me. He's being tested in the area of his faith. What if you'll finish this verse with me out of Romans 10? Faith cometh by. Hearing. And hearing by. The word of God. Oh, that is how it happens. Yep. That is not a New Testament principle. That is a Bible principle. Amen. And God showed up in Abraham's life and spoke the word of God to Tell Abraham. It. Tell it, it was the word of God my that God my used to call Abraham. It was the word of God that God used to draw Abraham. It was the word of God yes. that God planted in his heart of the word of God. In all them days he wasted in her in the counties. Every day he got up, he heard the voice of the Lord. Yes. Get thee out of thy country. Yes. And from thy kindred. And from thy father's house. Right. Unto a land that I will show thee. Yes. All them wasted days. Doctor <laughs> halfway hold up in heaven. Yes. Every morning when he got up, he'd hear the voice of the Lord. Get thee out of the country. And from thy kindred. And from thy father's yes. house. Yes. When he first got started with God, all he got was very little details. Yes. Look at chapter 12 and verse 7. Now, I know you don't know where you Bible out, but I want you to turn with me. I want you to see this. Chapter 12 and verse 6 Abraham is finally in the land. Right. Hallelujah. Yes. I might preach on tomorrow night yeah. some things he found when he finally got in God's Amen. Huh? Yeah. And I may, I may. I may, I got four things. And I may back up and preach both of them tomorrow night. I may just, I may just rear back and preach on some things he found when he got in God's will. Yeah. And then some things he found when he got out of God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, help me, Jesus. Amen. You ought to come tomorrow night just to see what will happen. Yeah. Just to see can it be done. Yes. Oh, my. I'm not even sure if it can be done. Look at verse number 6. Chapter 12 and verse number 6. He passed through the land. Praise God. <laughs> He's in the land of Canaan. He has finally. After 75 years, he has finally made it where, where to God told him to go. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, enough of this half-hearted stuff. Oh, he lived to be 175. You know what that means? He lived nearly half his life somewhere else. Yes. Half of his life lived somewhere else. Yes. Halfway in the will of God. Chapter 20 goes to Gerard. Guess what that is? Yeah. That's halfway out of the will of God. Yeah. Help me somebody. Yeah. Halfway in the will of God. Halfway out of the will of God. Telling half truths. Come on. Sarah's not the wife. She's my sister. Help me somebody. Come on. Help me somebody. Yes. Telling half truths. Working for God halfway. Going halfway and stopping. Hey, I say you ought to get all the way. Hey, hey. You ought to sell out completely. Go all the way for God. Yes. Amen. Amen. Now, 
bit more than it got in God's will. Look at verse number seven. The Lord appeared. <laughs> what about that? Hey, hallelujah, honey. What about that? No sooner did it got in God's will and God showed up and spoke to him. Hey, hey man. Thank you. Huh? Yes. He said, God don't talk to me, preacher. It is well. Well, FBI would call that a clue. Yeah. You're either not in God's word or you're not in God's will. Come on. <laughs> That's for you to figure out. Tell it. And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, Oh, help me, Jesus. Uh -oh. Here it is, the word of God. Yes. <laughs> my, my. Unto thy seed will I give this land. Oh, my. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Now, listen. When Abraham first heard from God, I'm going to remind you. Chapter 12 and verse number 1. Get thee out of thy country from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land. Yes. God mentions a land. Right. A land that I will show thee. Right. Chapter 12 and verse number 7. Unto, here's what God said the second time. Unto thy seed mm -hmm. will I give this land. Yes. Yes. Huh? Yes. Are you picking up on what I'm putting down? Yes. He's got a little more detail about life. Well, living by faith. Well, He's got a little more detail. God shows up when Abraham was in Ur of the Chaldees and said, I want you to leave here and go to a land. So all Abraham knows is there's a land somewhere. Right. There's a land that is fairer than day. Somebody right. help me. Right. There's a land somewhere. Oh, yes. A land flowing with milk and honey. And that's where God wants me to go. And thank God he finally got there. And then when he gets there, God shows up again, talks to him, and says, this land I was just showing you, I'm going to give it to your seed. <laughs> right, right. Well, guess what, neighbor? Oh, help me. Come on, preacher. Uh, at this point, in this juncture in Abraham's life, Abraham didn't have any seed. Mm -hmm. He didn't have any children. Help us, right, somebody. Right. And so God was telling Abraham, not only are you going to have children, you're going to have children, and I'm going to give your children this land. Right, right. A little more detail. Now stay tuned. Don't go to bed on me. You'll get your Bible out, ain't you? You cool kids, open up your Bible app and to chapter 12 and scroll down with me to verse number 7. Unto thy seed will I give this land. Look at chapter 13 and verse number 15. Oh my, ain't we studying the Bible together? Yeah. I feel like preaching this. I want to preach it. Good. It's good. Amen. Chapter good. 13 and verse number 15. Chapter 13 and verse number 14. The Lord said to Abraham, after that lot was separated from him, lift up now thine eyes and place them without northward, southward, eastward, and westward. Right. For all the land, here he is again, God has showed up. Now, by the way, by the way, Abraham has just finished his obedience. Yes. He was halfway obeying God right, before. Right. He did leave his country. Right. And somebody. Yep. And he left his kindred. Right. But he always had somebody from his father's house with him. Yeah, he always had Tira with him. He yep. always had Lot yep. with him. Help me somebody. Yep. He always had Lot there. Right. But there was a separation that took place That's in right. chapter number 13. Lot went one way and Abraham stayed in the land. That's right. Lot yep. went down to Sodom. Don't get me started there. But Abraham stayed in the land. Right. Abraham kept his head down and refused to choose. Lot lifted up his eyes, wrecked everything. Somebody say amen. Amen. But God finally, after that, after that obedience, after that, after
to obedience, God shows up again in Amen. verse number 14. And the Lord said to David, hallelujah, look at verse number 15. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed, watch this now, forever. forever. Hallelujah. Yes. There's another detail. Another. He already knew there was a land. God said, this land, Tell this, this land you're standing in. He said, I'm going to give it to your seed. Tell Thank God for that. But this time he shows up and says, this land that you're standing in, all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it unto thy seed forever. Amen. It's an eternal covenant. Amen. He's giving him more details. Yes. Man, are y'all picking up what I'm putting down? Yes, Look sir. at chapter 15. <laughs> Ain't we studying the Bible? Look at chapter 15 and verse number 18. Boy, I love chapter 15. Yep. Chapter 15, oh, verse number 17, Abraham makes a sacrifice, cuts these, cuts these animals in pieces. Mm -hmm. That's a blood sacrifice. Yeah. Verse number seven, 17 said that a smoking furnace and a burning lamp passed between the pieces. Yep. That's a smoking furnace. That's God the Father. Mm. A burning lamp, that's God the Holy Ghost. And those bloody pieces, that's God the Son. What about that? And so you have God the whole God the Father linking arms with God the Holy Ghost, walking through them bloody pieces. Hallelujah. And there is a blood covenant. God is making a covenant. Here's how the Hebrew writer said it. When he could swear by no greater, he swear by himself. God made a covenant with God. God said, I swear to God. Yeah. I swear to God yeah. that anybody that comes to me by faith, I'll save them to the uttermost. Right. Hey, hey, don't come to me with this garbage that you can lose your salvation. Abraham was over there asleep. He was under a horror of darkness. He was laid up over there asleep. When God swear to God, and God said, I'll tell you what, if they come to me, I don't know why I cast them out. Hey, if they'll come to me, I'll take them. Tell the Holy Ghost said, if they'll come to me, I'll seal them until the redemption. Hallelujah, honey. You ain't losing something like that. You have to pardon me. I just saw eternal salvation right there in Genesis 15, 17. <laughs> I was trying to show you verse 18. In the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham. Say it. Here he is again. God has showed up in the life of Abraham and he's talking to him again. Yep. Unto thy seed have I given this land from the river of Egypt unto the great river, the river Euphrates. There is yet another detail in this covenant that God has made with Abraham. Oh my. When he first met him, he said, oh, there's a land out there. And when, the, and when he followed God, he began to walk with God. He gave him another detail. Your seed. Yeah. We'll give you seed. We'll give this land to your seed. He began to walk with God more. And God says, I'm going to give it to your seed forever. Right. He walked with God more. He said, these are the dimensions of this land yes. that I'm going to give you. Yes. Here's what I'm trying to say to you is Abraham was tested in the area of his faith. Yeah. He had to follow God right. to get more details. Right. 
<laughs> yes. You're not going to get a 10 year plan when you first get started. God is not going to show up Come on, your life tell and us. tell you ever bless fire thing you plan he's on doing in your life all at one time. You're not going to get it all at one time. You can't handle it all at one time. He's going to give it to you a little bit. And if you'll follow that, he'll give you a little bit more. And if you'll follow that, he'll give you a little bit more. It's called progressive revelation. You don't get it on your time. Because they don't have all of the details about it. Tell it, preacher. Tell it, preacher. Yes. I've counseled with them. reason why a lot of people won't get saved. Yep. Because they think they can't live it. Yep. Ask somebody. Yep. They're afraid, well, what if I fail? Or what if I stumble? Or what if I make a mistake? Let me help you right here. You're going to. Yep. Amen. You worried about whether you can live it or not, I'm gonna go and help you. You can't live it. That's right. But if you yield your members as instruments of righteousness right. and let God live it through you, he can live the Christian life like nobody else. Hey. Right. Limited revelation. That's good. That I'll that land that I will show thee, that might have been enough to get him out of Ur the Chaldees, that wasn't enough to get him into Canaan land. Right. What about that? Uh, yeah. You know why the Bible operates like that? Because it's a lamp under our feet. Yes. You know why it's a lamp under our feet? You ain't going to get a honey, it ain't a coon light you can shine out through yonder. Huh? It ain't a light you what can about shine that? way out through yonder and get what you about a plan that? on which way you need to go. Step by step. It's a lamp. Man. I used to say that the Christian that life distance. was lived one day at a time. Let Come on, up. preacher. It's lived one step at a time. Yes, it is. One conscious decision after the other. God's going to give you another light to make one boys. step. And if you'll go ahead and step in that light that God gave you, Come on, he'll preacher. give you another little bit of light to step in that. Yes. If you'll be obedient to that, he'll give you some more light to step in. Yes. And that's called walking with God. Amen. He's not going to get the 10-year plan. He's not going to tell you everything about the details of how it's going to work out. Come on, preacher. That's exactly right. If God would have come to us and told us everything that was going to happen in our lives this last two years, we'd have pulled the cover up over our head and we wouldn't have got out of bed. That's right. Amen. That's exactly right. He tested him in the area of his faith mm -hmm. because of limited revelation. Number two. Y'all ready to move on? I got four of these. Y'all ready? Yes. All right, Tim. Look at chapter 12 and verse number four. This has been my text verse. This has been what got, has gotten me started. And what's kept me going. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. He was 75 years old before he got in the will of God. Amen. Yes. He was 75 years. I didn't say he was 75 years old when he got saved. I believe he got saved sometime before chapter 12 even opened up. Yeah. He was 75 years old before he got serious with God. Yeah. He was 75 years old before he quit playing around with the things of the world. Come on. And sold out all the way. Stop doing this halfway stuff. Come on, preacher. To somebody. Yes. He was 75 years old. Amen. Don't you see something here? God called him. God called him. This is, this is God testing him in the area of his following. 
God says go, you're going to go. Here, here's what happened. God had to literally come and get him out of Ur of the Chaldees in chapter 20, chapter 11. He didn't leave the Ur of the Chaldees until the death of his brother Herod. Mm. I'm going to preach it one of these times. I ain't preached it yet. What's it going to take to get you in God's oh, will? You know what it took for our, for our father Abraham? You know what it took for the friend of God? Death. The father of faith? Tell you know what it took, took tragedy. Yep. It was not until the death, the untimely, well, until the untimely death of his brother, his little brother Harry. Yep. It was not until the untimely death of his little brother that that he was willing to leave Ur of the counties. Well, and it was not until the death of his father Tira yep. that he was willing to leave that place called Harry. Yep. I can show you in chapter eleven where it wasn't even Abraham's idea. It was Tira's idea to stop in Herod. It was Tira's idea to hold up. By the way, Tira's name means delay. Well, we'll get to him in just a minute. Don't go to bed on me. But it was not until the death of his father Tira before Abraham left Ur, left Herod. I want to preach on what's it going to take to get you in God's will. Well, hey, it shouldn't take tragedy. It shouldn't take tragedy. Most people, it takes drama or trauma yep. for God to get their attention. Something's got to break. Something's got to fall exactly apart. You've got to hit rock bottom before you look up. Y'all better hear him tonight. You ain't got to do it that way. You ain't got to wreck everything. You ain't got to ruin everything. You ain't got to wait till you're living like hell in the far country somewhere. In some hog pit with the scars of sin on your life. You wreck everything and ruin your testimony before you can come back to God. I say the minute God speaks to your heart, you ought to obey him. The very moment God tells you to do something, you ought to do what God says to you. That's exactly right. He was tested in the area of his following because of lazy responses. God had to come get him out of Haran. God had to come get him out of Ur of the Chaldees in chapter 11. God had to come and get him out of Ur, out of Haran in chapter 12. God had to come and get him out of Egypt in chapter chapter 12. God had to come and get him out of Gerar in chapter 20. God had to come and take him by the hand and lead him out of there. My, my, my. By the way, his, his lazy response time to God's call didn't just hurt him. It affected everybody around him. That's exactly right. Huh? I ain't going to take time to turn with you to chapter 19 and show you Lot. Lot's down there in Sodom and Gomorrah. He's down there sitting in the gate of Sodom. He's the judge of Sodom. Yeah. He's in charge of a place called Sodom. Yep. Help me, somebody. Yep. Oh, a child of God has got no business hanging out Help. down in Sodom. Help me, somebody. A child of God's got no business down in Sodom. Tell it. And if it wasn't for a verse in the New Testament that said he vexed his righteous soul in seeing and in hearing right. the things he saw and heard, we wouldn't have even known he was really saved. Amen. He fathered his own grandchildren, offered his daughters to the Sodomites. Help me somebody. Yes. If it was not for what Peter wrote about him, we would have never known he was even a Christian because he's living down in Sodom and he began to act like Sodom. Hey, you can't hang around Sodom and make Sodom rub off on you. Yes, 
my. Exactly Here's right. what the Bible said. God was going to burn the place up. Right. Yes. By the way, God's going to burn Sodom. Yes. God is about to rain fire and brimstone down on Sodom. Yes. Genesis 19. Yes. And he sends two angels. Yes. He sends two angels. Because the answer to Abraham's question was, Wilt thou destroy the righteous with the wicked? That's the right. The answer was no. That's right. By the way, there's your Old Testament picture of a pre wrath rapture, if you like one. Yeah. Lot got that? up before the fire. He sure did. Huh? <laughs> Amen. Elijah was called up before the fall of the kingdom. Help me, somebody. Yep. Enoch was called out before yeah. the flood. How many more you need? How many more you need, honey? Yeah. Is that a pre wrath rapture? Yeah. Yes. Lot. Here's what it says. Them angels came down and told him God's about to burn this place. Get you and everybody you got out of here and get out of here now. Yes. Huh? Yep. Fire is about to be rained down on Sodom. And here's what chapter 19 and verse 16 said. And while he lingered. Mm. Oh my. What about that? You know, I started out this study, preacher. Yes, sir. Wanting to talk about what? <clears throat> yeah. I wanted to find out what the difference was between Lot and Abraham. Mm. From the same, their descendants of Eber, which were, he, they were Hebrews. Yeah. They, they came, they were cut from the same rug, if I could say it like that. Right. Had all the same advantages. Yeah. Help me somebody. Yeah. And one went really right and one went really wrong. One fathered the chosen people of God. Right. Huh? <laughs> yes. And one fathered the arch enemies yes, of God's chosen people. Amen. That is right. I want to talk about Lot. And there's a lot there. Mm -hmm. I got a lot on my heart. There's a, there's a lot to preach about. But that's all I got is jokes, no sermons. And that's why I'm <laughs> That's all I got is jokes. I'll tell you what Lot's problem is. Tell you what Lot's problem is. He had to he had to grow up in Abraham's house. Well. Oh, help me, Jesus. Come on. And everybody fusses about this generation. Come on. Now this generation is this. This generation is that. This generation is so lazy. If breathing wasn't involuntary, they'd suffocate sitting there playing on their Xbox. Help me, somebody. Yeah. LOL. What's the next part, though? LOL. Yellow face. Smiley emoji. Amen. Yeah. Huh? Everybody fuss about this generation. You know, this? you know what the problem with this generation is? Watch this. They have to grow up in our house. Well. And watch our inconsistency. Well. And look how we act on Sunday and how we act on Monday. And our inconsistencies will manifest themselves in right. our children. And not only will they manifest themselves, but they'll multiply, multiply. themselves in the life of our children. Yes. You know what wrong with this? You know what's wrong with this generation is they haven't looked at us for too long. Amen. And they watched how fake and phony, how fake and phony we yeah. are. Yeah. And they disdain what we have because of that. Well. My preacher used to say it. He said it till he driven it into our heads. You ain't got to be real good. Thank God for that. Yeah. Help me somebody. Yeah. He said you ain't got to be real good. But you do have to be real. Amen. Just be real. Just be real. Just be real. I ain't real good. But what you see is what you get. Yes, sir. Amen. Yep. What you see is what you get. That's exactly you right. You catch me out on Sunday, Saturday afternoon. I'm going to be acting the same way on Saturdays I do on Sunday. Amen. Help me, somebody. Amen. And I'm not doing it for you. I'm not trying to make points with God. I'm doing it 
Amen. Because I got some coming up behind me. Yep. And this business of do as I say and not as I do is Don't not going to fly. Don't work. They're going to step where we put our feet. Yep. They're going to walk in our path. Don't work. They'll do what we do in it. What we do in moderation, they will do in excess. Amen. While he lingered. Did you know them angels had to grab Lot by the hand and drag him out of Sodom? Yep. Lazy responses. And I see it all the time. We'll have an invitation like what we're about to have here in a little bit. Yes. Hey man. Yes. <laughs> tell it, preacher. And anybody's got a half a lick of discernment can tell somebody needs to come pray. Yes. And they'll sit there with their knuckles turning white and their yes. knees knocking together. Yes. While we sing 75 verses of just as I am. Trying to get them. You know, they the three verses to that song. Yeah. When I first got to church, I was mad when I found out there's only three verses in that song. Yeah. Yep. They sang that song for a half an hour, pulling <laughs> and drawing at me. Hey Amen. <laughs> hey yep. Amen. We're yep. going to sing one more at Lion Preacher said. We're going to sing one more. We're gonna, I'll tell you what, we're going to sing just one more. We're going to sing one more verse just as I am. In case somebody needs to come. Sing that verse for 30 minutes. I'm going to do that. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to sing just one more. Help me, somebody. Yep. You know what the problem is? The problem wasn't him. The problem wasn't them. The problem was me. Yep. I was supposed to go. Yep. God was speaking to my heart. God was a drawing on me. God was a wooing on me. And I was standing back there like an idiot waiting on something else. Yep. Oh my. Tell it. I don't believe Abraham had a rebellious bone in his body. I don't believe Abraham at any point in his life ever shook his fist in the face of God. I believe Abraham had every intention of following God and going all the way with God. Just yep. not right now. Well, Amen. What about that's that? That's exactly what the devil will tell you. The sinner is not right now. He'll tell you, now, don't you? You can go, you can go, you can go down to the altar, you can pray, you can throw it with God, you can go all the way. Just don't do it right now. Yep. Just don't do it right now. He'll tell you young people all over the place. You don't need to sell out for now. You need to sow your wild oats and have a good time. Yeah. Experience life. Experience what this world got to offer. Sow your wild oats. The only problem with that is Preach. if you sow wild oats, you'll reap wild oats. Amen. Amen. Like you sow, and you always reap larger than you sow, and you always reap longer than you sow. If you sow wild oats, you'll reap wild oats. Amen. You know what the Bible has given us? It's given us an opportunity to learn from the mistakes of our father Abraham. If our father Abraham was here tonight, he would tell you the first time God ever dealt with your heart. He'd tell you the first time the Holy Ghost ever had a finger around the recesses of your soul. You ought to get up out of your seat. Right. Pile up on an old-fashioned altar. Right. Give your heart to Jesus. Yes. Lock, stuck in barrel of God and go all the way. Amen. He'd tell you don't wait. He'd tell you don't linger. He'd tell you go all the way with God. Amen. Amen. He was tested. That's exactly right. He was tested all the days of his life because of lazy responses. Oh, my. Let's look at this one. Look at chapter 12 and verse number 5. <laughs> Abraham was tested in the area of his faith because of limited revelation. He was tested in the area of his following because of lazy responses. And I want you to see this one. He was tested in the area of his finances. Now come with me. Come with me. You know what will hinder you walking with God? Is love and riches. Love and riches. Now come here. Come here. I'm going to show you this. I'm going to show you this. Look at chapter five, chapter 12 and verse number 5. 
And Abram, and Abram took Sarai's wife and Lot his brother's son. Watch oh. this now. Watch this. All oh, their substance. And all their substance that they had gathered and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. Oh my. Did you see where they gathered substance and gotten souls? Did you see that? Yep. All their substance that they had gathered and all the souls that they had gotten in Haran. Now jump down with me in chapter 12 and look at verse number 16. Chapter 12 and verse number 10. Abraham just got in the will of God in verse number 5 and he gets out of the will of God in verse number 10. Guess where he goes? Egypt. Oh my, I might talk about that tomorrow night. Come on, preacher. Got out of the will of God and he went to the worst place there is. Amen. If you know anything about them Egyptians, honey, they make them, they make them camel stealing Chaldeans look like a junior boy's Sunday school class. Yes. Amen. Yes. Look at this. He's down in Egypt now. He's done told a half truth. Sarah's his sister, not his wife. Well, they took her. Look at verse 16. He, Pharaoh, entreated Abram well for her sake. He had, look what he got. Look what he got in exchange for his wife. Mm. Sheep, oxen, he asked his men, servants, maidservants, she asked his camels. Ain't that a blessing? Oh, my, oh, my. Traded the best thing that has ever happened to him. Wow. And he got a bunch of cattle. Tune in tomorrow night when you'll hear Brother Bud jump up and down and holler about some things he found when he got out of God's will. Oh. <laughs> Might surprise you, didn't me? Yes. Oh, my. Chapter 12 and verse number 5, they gathered substance in Haran. Chapter 12 and verse chapter twelve and verse 16, he's gathering more substance. Guess where at? Egypt. Yeah. Look at chapter 13 and verse number 2. Are you in chapter 13 with me? Amen. Chapter 13 and verse number 2. And Abram was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. Oh, Lot was rich too. Verse 5. Had flocks and herds and tents. How many flocks do you need, by the way? How many herds do you need? Right. Amen. Yep. In fact, verse number 6 says, they're, 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 The land was not able to bear them that they might dwell together for their substance was so great that they could not dwell together. My soul. He's gathered, oh, Abraham was a great gatherer of substance. He had a knack for making a dollar. His children still had a knack. Help me right there. Yeah. Come on now, y'all. They sure now, don't do. Say it. They don't say it, because I ain't going back to jail. Not for something that done. Yeah. But you know what it's called when you got a you got a bass tracker for sale and some of you yeah. they want to buy it and they you want a certain price for it and they're trying to talk you. Don't say it. Mm -hmm. I ain't going back to jail. Damn. Not for that. If I go back to jail, it's gonna be something real serious. Mm -hmm. Hey man, I'm kidding. I ain't never been to jail <laughs> except for preaching. I preach in the jail. <laughs> Look at it. Abram, chapter 13, verse 2. Abram was very rich well. in cattle and silver and gold. Mm. He's got all this stuff. In fact, he's got so much stuff, the land couldn't, couldn't sustain them. The land, land, the land of Canaan, land full of milk and honey, God's promised land, couldn't handle Had too much substance. Well. You know what hindered Abraham from walking with God? Well, loving riches. Well, oh, I know what you're thinking. Same thing I was thinking when I first had this thought. 
That ain't right. That can't be right. After all, didn't God say God would bless him? Look back at chapter 12 and verse number 2. I will make of thee a great nation. I will bless thee. I'll make thy name great. Thou shalt be a blessing. Right. I'll bless them, bless thee. I'll curse him and curse thee. Ain't that the blessings of God? Ain't all that cattle? Ain't all that cattle and all that all them sheep and all them camels and all that all that substance? Ain't that the blessings of God? Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. Well, where to get all that stuff? Help me, somebody. Yeah. He picked up on that stuff in Haran. Right. Some place he never should have been. Maybe that's why it took him so long to get out of Haran. Yeah. Because he got a good job making good money. Yeah. And the devil will give you a good job making good money. The, I, I said the devil will give you a good job Come making on, good preacher. money. He'll give you a good job making good money to keep you from serving God. Yeah. I said the devil will give you a good job making good money so he'll keep you from serving God. Anything, I don't care if it's a dollar bill or a hundred dollar bill. If it takes you away from God, if it causes you to go away from the will of God, if it keeps you out of the house of God, if it keeps you away from God, hold on. That's right. If you're going to look like that, you're going to have to put some clothes on. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Y'all want to pray? Come on. That's enough of that. You just preach. You just preach. Abimelech said to Sarah, if you're going to look like that, you've got to put some blessed fire clothes on. Hey, man. Well, uh, Y'all want to pray, don't you? You feel no. like praying. I'm enjoying it. Just as you're right on target, preacher. Oh, my. Right on target. Well, Preach on. you know I was a hindering Abraham, loving riches. And I said Abraham was tested in the era of his finances. Here's where the test came. I ain't going to have you turn there. We ain't really got time. We ain't got time to turn there. Chapter number 14. Chapter number 14, there's a war broke out. Mm -hmm. Five kings. Abraham yes. took 318 of his servant soldiers from his own house. Exactly and right. off of it. Yes, yep. And he met two kings. Yep. Abraham met two kings in chapter number 14. First king he met was the king of Sodom. Yep. Help me somebody. Yep. And the king of Sodom made a proposition to Abraham. He said, you take the stuff, you take the substance, and just give me the souls. Mm. If you'll let the king of Sodom talk, he'll tell on himself. Yeah. He ain't interested in substance. He ain't interested in stuff. Oh. He ain't interested in economics. What about the that? Sodom don't give a rip about economics. He don't care about your lifestyle. Tell he ain't trying to make your life any better. Oh. He just wants the souls. That's what the king of Sodom wants. He wants the souls. He wants the eternal and ever ending souls of mankind. 
Did you know there's a war raging? Not just, uh, oh, hallelujah. There's a real battle raging over the souls of man. And the king of Sodom says to Abraham, take the stuff and I'll, you take the substance and I'll take the souls. Well, and Abraham right, right back. Come on. Oh, hallelujah. This is where Abraham passes the test of his finances. Hallelujah. Come on. Oh, let's talk about this here a while back. I had a preacher confront me. Said, now you know, do you do know that in chapter 24, uh, Eleazar of Damascus, when he went back to Haran, the city of Nahor, to get a bride for Isaac, told that crowd up there, the God of heaven has blessed my master Abraham in giving him all this substance. And I say, yes, he did. Yes, he did. God did, in fact, bless Abraham's finances. Right. God did bless his finances. But he did not bless his finances until after chapter 14. Right. It was not until after chapter 14 that God put God his divine stamp of approval upon the finances of Abraham. And here's what happened in chapter 14. He met a king from Sodom. Yep. That king said, give me all the souls and you take the substance. Mm. You look like a man that likes substance. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You look like a man that appreciates a camel. Right. Help me, somebody. Yeah. Oh, help me, Jesus. Yeah. And Abraham said, I have lifted up my hand yeah. to the God of heaven that I will not take a shoe like it from you. I don't want your stuff. Yeah. Abraham, our hero. The father of the faith, the friend of God. Come on, God old When he met the king of Sodom, he ran back and said, I tell you what, I don't want the stuff from Sodom. I don't want Sodom's substance. There's nothing down in Sodom that appeals to me. Come on. I don't want nothing y'all got down in Sodom. I don't want your best fire gold. I don't want your silver. I don't want what you got down in Sodom. There ain't nothing in Sodom that I want, not nothing. And then he met another king. Yes, sir. Named Melchizedek. Yes, sir. Don't even get me started. On. He's the king of Salem. King of peace. Come on. He's the king of righteousness. Come on. Having neither beginning of days, having neither beginning of days or end of life. Yep. Having neither father nor mother. Yep. I don't really know who that is, but I'll tell you who he reminds me of. Oh, yeah. He reminds me of some eternal king. Amen. King. He was the priest of the Most High God and the King at the same time. Who else do you know that is the Prince and the and the Prophet <laughs> and, and the king. Priest all at the yeah. same time? Yeah. Who else do you know that was born? Hallelujah, of a virgin. Hallelujah. Who had neither beginning of days nor end of life? He reminds me of Jesus. Yeah. He met the King of Salem and he said, "I tell you what, I'm going to do." I'm not going to take a dime from that rascal down there in Sodom, but I'll give you 10% of everything I got. What about Hallelujah. that? Abraham started tithing. Abraham started tithing in chapter 14, and it was not until Abraham started tithing that God blessed his finances. It was not until Abraham began to practice the Bible principle of tithing that God put his stamp of approval on the finances of Abraham. If you want God to bless your finances, honey, you'll practice the biblical principle of tithing. Amen. That's exactly right. 
Here we go. Just as I am. Y'all want to fast all the plates? Huh? I read yeah. this morning in Malachi. You preach, brother. Will a man rob God? Yes, sir. Accept it. Huh? You preach. God did not bless Abraham financially until <laughs> he learned how to tithe. Well. Well, hallelujah. Oh, by the way, I wrote this right here. I can't not tell you that. Mm. You know what the real riches of God are? Yeah. Every time God showed up, I read it to you a while ago. Tell it. Every time God showed up and spoke to Abraham. Every time God showed up and spoke to Abraham, he didn't say, man, Abraham, look at you. Ha. What's it? Look at camels you got. Is it 100, 200? You got that one? 20, 1,500, 2,500? Praise God. Is it mud grip? Who's on that, on that camel? Whoa, have mercy. You got, what's that? Huh? Look at them. Hey, look at all your stuff, Abraham. My, my, my. God's not impressed by your stuff. Yes. Matthew 24, the disciples came to him and showed him the buildings of the temple. Old lady solid gold. Fifteen stories high. Overlaid with solid gold. It was said in that day that if you had not seen Herod's temple, you had not seen a beautiful building. Mm. And the disciples are showing Jesus yes. the buildings of the temple. Yes. Oh, look at that. Look at that, Lord. Oh, look at that. Look at that, Lord. We think about that. Woo! Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. That's from the south. That's from Galilee. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. What do you think about that, Lord? Jesus never said a word, Shelby. He didn't have said a word, but I imagine he was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you boys think that's something. Yeah. Where I come from? <laughs> Tell it, preacher. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet, honey. That's right. You think that building's something. You think that's something. Where I come from, they paved the roads. With that stuff. With yeah. that stuff. That's right. They fill in potholes and glory. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. God's not impressed with your bass tracker. Your yeah. Your Silverado. Right. Your mug ripped tires. Your right. Double, your two-story double wide. God is not impressed. God's not yeah. impressed with stuff. God's not impressed with stuff. Tell it, preacher. The real riches of God. He told us. All you got to do is pay attention to what he says when he showed up and spoke. Every single time God showed up in Abraham's life, he never mentioned his substance, but he did talk about the seed. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what the real riches of heaven are? It's not the substance. It's the seed. You know what the real treasures of heaven are? It's the children. Yep. The children and the grandchildren. They're the real riches of heaven. That's what you can't get. That's what you can't get Amazon Prime to deliver to your house. You can't find it on aisle six at Walmart. Costco ain't got there. Help me somebody. Yeah. Only God Almighty. Only God Almighty can give you a youngin' or a grand youngin'. Yeah. Only God Almighty. Amen. That is the real riches of heaven sitting right so there. Is. Right there. It and so is. everything you've got in that right there. Yeah. Stop living for the seed. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. 
tell you what happened to your stuff. My they got five tornado come by. Yeah. Huh? Slaying your Silverado up in a pine. Oh, yes. Huh? Yes. Take your two-story double wide ring like a dish 